Hello and welcome to the last episode of Cash Radio. I am Eli Garcia. I'm David Withy. I'm Mason McCool. I'm Naomi Marty Chavez. And here we are, guys. This is the last episode. Uh, I think we had what seven, eight different episodes this over the semester. This is our ninth episode. This ninth is and it. final. Ninth and final. And we're going to do something a little bit different uh, this week. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about, um, as a group, as a collective group. You know, we've been doing this since uh, what January, February. Um, what is Cash Radio? How has Cash Radio affected us? How have we taught? You know, thought about these interviews and um, what the value is that uh, that we got out of this. Uh, Dave, we'll start with you. What would you? think about this semester man man i thought it was a really great opportunity it was really fun to be able to like you know join a team not know anything about the people like really born or you know like form a cohesive and you know like good relationship with these people and and end up building like friendships and and opportunities through them like it was it was just a lot of fun meeting new people seeing their new perspectives and uh and just and, and growing from there yeah i definitely want to add on to the like getting in a group of random people we were kind of talking about it earlier but we all interviewed for this project because we all apparently liked the idea of it. Yeah. We all interviewed and then randomly they're like, all right, here's your first team meeting. You're going to go record a podcast. And it's with three other people that you've never met, never spoke to, have no idea what they look like. And you're like, okay. So you go and you record. And luckily, we got, we got graced. <laughs> we were good. We all can flow pretty well. But we like getting into a group with random people you never met and just having to talk about business topics with different perspectives and stuff like that. It's crazy. Yeah, I'd say this was a really nice opportunity. I'm usually like a very shy person. So being able to be a part of this group where we all just got along so easily and just flowed off of each other was really great. And then also having the opportunity to like interview with actual business people has been like an amazing experience. Yeah, I really, that's one aspect that I loved about this was that, and I know we talked about this prior to, you know, kicking off this, but one of the things that I loved was in these interviews, I mean, we went, we ranged from healthcare to the music industry, to finances, to ethics, to, you know, across the board. And what's great, you know, I've, I've been in my career for a little while now, is that these were around about what average 12 minute interviews with people where this is what they thought as working professionals in their field were the most important aspects of their business. Mm-hmm. Um, we've all taken classes, we've taken long classes, you've had you know textbooks that have 18, 19 chapters in them and all there's hundreds of pages. Well, this is not hundreds of pages, this was 12 minutes and we asked them some of the biggest pieces of their industry and they gave us the answer and that's straight from the horse's mouth, so to speak. Like, that is like, this is what I think's important. Um, so that was that was really cool to me. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting too, like the sheer range of people that we talked to. Like, you, you know, we started off, um, one of the first interviews was us talking to uh, a pair of, you know, locals who started a, you know, like music recording and venue out of their home. And then we, you know, we've also spoken to people who, you know, are in the very high levels of, you know, banking. It's like being able to hear and understand and relate the experiences and like the information that, you know, that range of people have to share is like so valuable. You know, you get 12 minutes of, like you said, of just like the most important things that people have to offer and the most important things that pertain to their their industry and, and their goals. So it's like just being able to not only talk to and just like discuss that is it, it was just such a cool thing to do. Twelve minutes is like such a short amount of time, but you learn so much about like these different businesses and it was like really interesting to hear about how people got to like where they are at and like what they expect from like people that they hire and things like that. So it was really interesting to hear about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like because we did interview a lot of people, but it was what's crazy is that 
all these people are different ages and in different industries, different experience levels, went to college at different times, did all the stuff. Like you said, you had two locals who were college students and they started this company. They're entrepreneurs at such a young age. And then you have, take someone like my mom. She's almost 50 years old and just got her master's at 40, but she's still successful, still <coughs> managed her way through. So they all did it in different ways. But it's crazy how most of them end up having the same advice. Yeah. Not like same where it gets redundant, but same where it's like, okay, this is actually really important. I really need to focus on this and like hone in on it. Mm-hmm. Kind of shows me that everybody can do like what you set your mind to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's like punctual perspective, you know, like from the vision of the gentleman that we interviewed who is at the very top levels of this bank all the way down to you know the local entrepreneurs that are interviewed it's like they're like mason said they're just like key takeaways that they're they're universal but they're also they have to be like adjusted for the certain situation like if you go into something with the mindset of oh you know i'm the you know this senior executive over at this bank you know, while you still have those, those like core competencies, it may not be exactly like what you need if you're going to start like, you know, like a music venue business. So being able to hear those, hear those core competencies from multiple different perspectives really just gives you like more of an understanding of like what it takes to be in those entrepreneurial or like managerial roles. Yeah, I agree. And one of the things I took away from a lot, you know, Mason, you're so funny that you mentioned how your mom got her master's at 40 is that don't stop. You know what I mean? Don't stop. I mean, if you can, there are people, whatever. I mean, every everyone, everyone's career is different, this and that. But like from the consistent theme that we talked to, people just kept growing as they kept going. And just, you know, and that's actually why I'm sitting here in front of you guys. Like I'm pretty deep in my career already and didn't have that bachelor's degree. But I just knew it was one of those big things missing on my resume. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back. I'm going to do these classes. Luckily got a cash radio, best project around. People should jump <laughs> yeah. into it. But um, that was one thing is just don't stop going. Like, I'm, I don't know about you guys, but I'm already kind of like back of mind being like, what would, not that I'm saying I'm going to jump into it anytime soon, but what would a master's degree look like? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, am I going to take that GRE test and go through and try and do that stuff? Uh, your mom did it, Mason. I mean, you know, like it's, I just think that uh, it's something where it will never hurt you know, to, to continue your education, whether that's taking a formal class, like getting your master's degree, or whether you're all of a sudden, you're going to be one of those people that are, you know, on the cutting edge of AI that's coming out. And you're going to be someone who learns that and goes through and you're going to be the first chief AI officer of (laughs) some organization. You know, I mean, it's just, uh, just never stop learning. Yeah. It's like that saying, it's like, you don't lose until you stop fighting. You know, like mm-hmm. you're you're only as good as you as you keep pushing yourself to be, and and that is that is a great takeaway of like you know just keep keep growing, keep pushing. Like you know, success looks different for everyone, but as long as you keep trying and you keep going at it, and like a you know, at like a how do I say it? Like a oh man, like ambitious. Yeah, like an amb- have like an ambitious attitude to it. Then then you know you're bound to grow in some direction that's beneficial. Yeah, just have your set goals to what you want to do, and you'll get there eventually. The thing that, if we're talking about quotes, (laughs) the thing that always gets me, like, if I'm, like, stumped and I'm like, I'm so done with this. I know we're all college students. We've all felt that. It's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I tell myself, I'm like, you did not come this far to only come this far. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I like Like, that. You have worked so hard already. Why would you let this one obstacle that you know you're capable of overcoming, why would you let that one thing stop you from doing something so big? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, it's crazy. Like... And then I always tell myself, too, I'm like, 
don't be too hard on yourself. Like, you're doing the best you can. Yeah. Because you are. Like, everyone is. That's why it's it's crazy. Like, the people that you're working with, like, they might be having a bad day, but you got to get over it. There's days we walk in here, we're like, uh-uh. Oh, yeah. I can't oh, do this yeah. today. And then we still... The energy still, level wasn't always yeah. the same. But, like, we still walk out with a great episode because we start talking. We're like, okay, it's not that bad. You know, yeah. like, we, we all like each other. We're, like, having conversations. We flow well. So it just worked out. Like, yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day, everybody's, like, in the same boat. Everybody's going to struggle. You're, like, you just have to push yeah. through it. Yeah. yeah. The motivation to, like get to where you want to go yeah and then there are also times one thing i want to bring out of that is that there are times where yeah you have your goals here but there are times when all of a sudden you get a roadblock you get something weird you get fired you get laid off from your job <laughs> and i'm saying that because as you guys know when i got interviewed i was like oh i work for dell technologies and all of a sudden workforce reduction and then it happens and it's like okay that happened. It's like when you, you lost your job okay or you did this or you did that like my family they were like weirded out by how like positive an answer I had it I was like yeah because they're, I'm also like I'm not failing in school you know mm-hmm. what I mean my there's these other things that are going well that like don't put all your eggs in one basket but also don't put like from a mental health perspective I know we're, I'm segueing here a little bit but like when something negative happens in your career there's other things going on in life try and take from those positives and just also try and be like okay you get knocked down you get back up yeah. you know like start on your next goal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's the next? Okay, boom. Got to get back What's up. Next? What's the next thing? What is yeah. the next thing? Like, do I really have any other choice other than to move on? Yeah. Like, it has to happen eventually. It's not, you know, not, don't just sit there completely numb to situations, you know, understand and overcome them. But like, you know, like you mentioned with getting laid off from Dell Technologies, it's like, oh, you know, like I, this really, this really stinks that I lost my job. Like, and then people are like, well, why, why are you not more upset about this? Well, what am I supposed to do? Exactly. Just like wallow in it? I exactly. mean, I have to, I have to go get a job eventually. Like it's no longer in your control. Yeah. Like, the only yeah. thing you can do now is find another alternative. That reminds yeah. me, that reminds me of this quote that my old baseball coach used to say was just control the controllables, which is like yeah. your actions and your reactions to things. Yeah. That's the only two things that you can control. You can't control what happens to you. You can't control what happens, you know, in someone else's mind or this or that. Like, as long as you just focus on what you can do, you'll be better off for it because you're not wasting time worrying about like oh like that thing I you know the tree fell down like the tree's gonna fall down no matter what y'all <laughs> yeah. yeah that was Get so funny up. yeah when that yeah. happened with me it was about my family it obviously went through the the family I have a big family a big Hispanic family and everybody or second you tell one person everybody knows about it and I started getting the phone calls from the brothers and the uncle and everybody and my, well, my eldest brother he's like the wise one of the family he's a fire captain for Inside fire department and he calls me and he's like alright man he's like look He's like, feel, feel sorry for yourself this weekend, and then Monday, you know what you gotta do. Do what you gotta do. Yeah. Do what you gotta do. He's like, you found you got this news on what Wednesday, Thursday, last day was on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We'll understand. Your family's gonna understand. Do what you're gonna do. Feel bad for yourself. Watch a movie. Eat, eat a bucket of popcorn. Do whatever you're gonna do. That's fine. He's like, but come Monday, let let's do what we do as a family, and let's just keep going. I was like, all right, you know. And then sure enough, I was. Wasn't employed, unemployed too long, you know? So it just did. Yeah. If you have that confidence and that right frame of mind, and then it also goes back to networking, because I, got, <laughs> I, I, I know we, we've beaten, it's like a beaten dead horse here, but my network came through with me so hard on this one. I found out that I, I got the news, and I, the first one of the first text messages I sent out was to a buddy of mine who was the uh, chief sales officer of the organization I'm with now, and he was like, send me your resume. I was like, okay, and I worked with him for years, not even at Dell, at a prior company, and sure enough, that's what I ended up with in a really, really nice situation, so, um, yeah, I just, again, networking. <laughs> yeah. 
got to deal with it to deal with it. You know, <laughs> sounds, yeah. sounds counterintuitive, but got to come to terms with it before you can move on. And I think that, you know, that what, what the fire captain said was, was right. And, you know, it, it seems to have worked out for you. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Networks go far. Yeah. And it does. Like, put it in, like, here's the thing about cash radio. Not only are we all on the same network now, like I have no doubts that we're all going to be connected with LinkedIn. I think I may have already be connected with you on LinkedIn. If not, at the end of this episode, we'll all connect on LinkedIn yeah, and, and do that. And you're all, we're all going to go out in our industries and do our thing. But think about the interviews that we did. That That's in our network too now. Like yeah. I now know like who you interview in the music industry we're, it's kind of like a like a second connection type of thing. Like LinkedIn will tell you that if we're connected directly, your first connection. If it's somebody who you're connected with, like if your connection's connection, it's a second connection, you know. And that's another value of this project was, I know if I have some ethics and compliance questions, <laughs> might reach yeah. out to Mason. Yeah. Like, can I talk to your yeah. mom, yeah. please? You know, like healthcare questions. Talk to my wife or my good buddy Kaylin, who was you know in the banking industry, music, Oracle. I mean, these. This is another. You know, that was another value that came out of doing this project. And what an interesting thing to talk about. Like, the moment I started doing this, I slapped it onto my resume. Because it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's it's it goes beyond like, oh, I have a podcast. We talk about, like, hiking and nature. It's like, we're talking about relevant current events in business. And, you know, we're talking to, you know, experienced people. And we're getting all this wellspring of knowledge. And, like, learning from that, like... It was, it's such a cool thing to talk about in an interview or talk about with someone because it's not just like, oh, I'm doing it for, obviously I'm doing it for fun. I wouldn't have joined this project if I didn't think I was going to enjoy it. But it's like you're learning something. Like the interview that I had with our very own Eli here, um, like I, I had so many takeaways from that in like relevant marketing experience that I would have never even thought about until I was in the, like in the marketing industry. So having and walking away with relevant knowledge and information from, you know, people passionate in their industry, like, you know, the moral or the ethics and compliance and, you know, music industry and technology industry. And, uh, like it's, it's just so invaluable. Like it's so, it's so, so good. And, you know, it, it's just been a good opportunity. Yeah. And I definitely think that, <clears throat> ignore that. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that like interviewing all of these people, like sometimes might've felt like a chore, but then you, you're in the middle of the interview and you're like, wow like yeah. this is really good yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like it's like oh like I actually am learning something from this and like there are a lot of times where you know we all have friends outside of this obviously we're all like you know but being able to talk about this kind of stuff with people that care as much as you do about it like makes it feel like oh I'm not like a nerd for like enjoying this kind of stuff yeah. like these people think it's fun to talk about too yeah and it's like just getting that like I don't know, the confirmation or, like, affirmation from other people that, like, what you do care about, other people care about, too. Yeah. And there's other people that want to talk about this. They want to dive deep into it. And I feel like that's what we've done for the past eight episodes. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that was quite more why I wanted to hear. It's so funny you say that because I remember doing the first episode. It was with my wife. It was on the healthcare piece. And she's like, so, like, what's the format? I was like, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. This is nerve wracking. Like, this is the first time. Like, what do you, I, I don't know. I'm just going to, I had to Google, like, how, like, what's the best way to record from my phone <laughs> and found the voice memos app, which now I know about that. That's awesome. I yeah. can just record stuff from there. But then it was like, I think the interview went like 15 minutes or so. And then our podcast portion went like, we had to edit out like yeah. a ton of it. Cause I didn't realize how well we were going to flow. Like we now kind of do these when we got down to like the nitty gritty of like we got used to it I don't know if you if, the same way but like when you and I did ours Dave we just hit start 
went 22 minutes of a conversation and hit end. There was like, by the end of it, the editing isn't as scary as I thought it would yeah. have been for you. Yeah. Even though in the beginning it was like... In the beginning I was like, y'all are killing me! <laughs> yeah, yeah, like... But I'm like, oh, we, we got perfect time. Like, the other yeah. one, I just have to connect the clips now. Like, I don't even have to... Because we got so good at it. And as you were saying, like, we're... Like, we learned as we went. And I think that was a really good aspect of this project is that um, Bella, our leader for our project... Um, she gave us a lot of flexibility in this project. Yeah. She's like, look, this is y'all's thing. Y'all can figure out how you want to do it. You can do a five-minute interview and a 15-minute podcast or 17 minutes, whatever. And then, or you can do a whole interview or a whole podcast. She's like, do whatever y'all want as long as you're talking about something relevant. Yeah. And yeah. we always found something relevant. And as soon as we start talking about it, it's like we can't shut up. We basically like yeah. we basically record two or do two podcasts every time we meet up because we talk for twenty minutes before we start, and well, then we really do. and we then really we do, do like another podcast. And at first, I like I walked into this project and was like, oh, I have to go talk to these random people that like I don't like and like blah blah blah. And, like <laughs> I'm just gonna like yeah, but then like I'm like oh, I'm gonna go record today, and everyone's like record what? And I'm like I'm like I'm on the radio. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Eight a.m. I'm a star. Yeah. I'm a star. Yeah, yeah exactly. you know, like, I'm on KTSW, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and that's so cool. Like, that's such a we like a crazy segue of like you have been on the radio now. Like we have. I, I hope that you know I want to get the recordings of these and be able to show my kids, which not my kids someday. I have kids, so I'm gonna I'm gonna show all three all three of them. But like just as a segue into you know getting onto the radio. And what was also cool about this project to me so much so was that it is objective based. It's like you know. You're going to have every project, you have to get your hours, which I totally understand. I get that. But like this one is at the end of the day, you could sit there and try and plan for 100 hours. But if you don't do the recording and submit it on time, you're not going to, you ain't going to yeah. cut it. At the same time, sometimes, you know, maybe it's going to go faster and maybe you do jump in and all of a sudden you just flow. At the end of the day, you get your recording done, you submit it on the day it's due, and that is what it is. I'm a very big fan of objective-based tasks, whether it's in school, whether it's in the real world, whether it's whatever. I want, here's your due date, here's what you got to do, I'm not going to micromanage you, you're not going to have to submit, you just have it done, here it is, go. You know, I love that. That's something that I appreciate about the Scythe class in general, like even outside of cash yeah. radios, I'm in another project and... Like, it, just the level of individual autonomy you have with the projects. Like, for, yeah. the, for the other one, I mean, it's Success for Breakfast. You may have seen us out on the quad in the morning. But, you know, we're, we were setting the prices and figuring out who's going to pick up what and when we were going to pick them up and what kind of tacos we were going to have. And it's like there wasn't, like, a grade rubric or anything. It was just like, okay, take the skills that you've learned at school and then actually go apply them into, you know, a real business no matter how big or small. Like, it's the same thing with this where it's, oh, you know, like, you know, take the skills that you learn and like with communication and elaboration and this and that throughout school and actually apply it into a project. And it's just been like a really fun opportunity to create something, maybe not from the ground up since there was technically kind of a structure there and we started, but, you know, learn and, and figure out, you know, like our flow and, you know, who to talk to. It's, it's been fun. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that this class overall, I think that when uh, Gigi was explaining it, she's saying, saying that it's experiential learning. Like, mm -hmm. it really is. Like, yeah. I've yeah. learned more through this class than I probably have in other classes where I'm just looking at PowerPoints all day and I'm looking at, like, just textbooks and stuff. And I'm like, but in here, it's like, you're going to learn something because yeah. you have to yeah. have real life yeah. experience. Yeah, like, this is real life experience. It's telling you, like, what people are looking for and also the focus with... I don't want to go too deep into it, but with an actus and like really focusing on like sustainability and using business as a catalyst for yeah. positive environmental impact, like 
they may not realize how big of an impact that has on some of these students, but like, especially in Texas, like that's so important that we all have that focus now and it's in the back of our mind. Like when we go look for a company, are we going to be like, Hmm, are they doing, like, are they doing ethical things? Are they, you know, following the laws? Are they like trying to help the environment? You know, like there's mm-hmm. a lot of things now that like we can think about when we go to apply for jobs and be like, Hmm, what did I learn inside? Yeah. Well, that's also what's so crazy. What blew my mind was the Four Oceans thing. Because you're like, so typically, it's almost like one of those, like, it's like the cliche in a movie where you're the the grubby, rich businessman who's a billionaire and you're obviously trying to destroy the environment because of that. Because you make money and because this and that, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, you see, okay, some companies are trying to take their profits and help the environment get that to... Four Oceans is literally creating a business to make a profit to help the environment. How much better of a business plan can you have? It's the triple bottom line. It's the triple bottom line. Like, that's so funny. It is like, so your business is literally cleaning up the ocean. It's like, yeah, and you make a profit. Yeah, so you have a lot of money. Yeah, it's like, oh, man, goals. It's like like finding something that you love, you can get paid for, you're passionate about, uh, the world needs it. Find that, and you will reach, as Dr. Solanzi and McCoy calls it, your ikigai. You, your state of flow. You will find something you love. You'll yeah. use all the past experience. You'll find out, oh, I didn't learn this, but, you know, now I'm in a job and I get to learn it. Yeah. So just, I, I think. wake up every day and do that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, That's I think awesome. just, like, to end this last episode, just, if you're thinking about joining Cash Radio, do it. Do it. is great. Yeah. The people you meet are great. Um, you'll definitely learn a lot with your interviews. Um, I think Sife in general is just an awesome class. Any last words? That's it. Signing off for the last time. I'm Eli Garcia. I'm David Withy. I'm Mason McCool. And I'm Nayeli Marty Chavez. Congratulations, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Other side of the radio. (laughs)